is a country beyond that which is known to humankind. A stray country. A country that exists west of October. Whose borders are somewhere between midnight train whistles and the distant hell of a dog. A country that lies somewhere in the stitched and jittering static between radio stations. A country that drifts through America like a traveling salesman. But every now and then stops to nest on a small town. A small church. A single street. And maybe, just maybe, some kind of delayed radio broadcast you've stuffed in your ears. Chapter 21 Reading Monies How We Got the Plastic Sacks A plastic sack? Billy said with a whisper as good as a shout and then wanted to say didn't say but thought thought hard thought open and loose in the junior high school hall you know it's not just a plastic sack you of all people, you, the hearse to trash. The long black limousine for garbage. You've carted man-made did things for how long? Twenty, twenty-five, thirty, forty years. Billy's eyes said a lot. The man turned to the boys. Looked lost looking at them. No one blinked. No finger itched. No elbow scratched. Just three sets of eyes hanging open. Outside the mortuary evening piped up like a quarter was dropped into it. Like November was a jukebox of sorts. Something where one of 333 different funeral parlor psalm tunes could be purchased for a fistful of pennies. All three sets of eyes looked outside, saw black on black. Black shadow puppet trees dancing against a dark matrix ink ribbon sky. The cigarette rolled to the near side of the janitor's mouth. Correlated junior high school air was pumped, filtered through the tiny sin stick. The boys waited for the janitor to speak. The janitor waited for the wind to shut up. Jack saw the centipede of condoms again, dropped when he was startled what felt like four years ago. He picked up the train of spark catchers, the row of candle snuffers to the firefly of life. Threw them in the locker, shut the door. Thought about Dead Eddie somewhere, maybe the city morgue. Is that where they took the dead? Eddie getting colder by the minute. Eddie found dead this morning, cold to the touch, but at least carted out under the sun for one more simmer. Like cook food rest under those heat lamps at restaurants to stay warm until all meals are table ready. But now, Eddie, cold from snuffing out his own glint, 
gleam and flare, cold from sunsets gone, colder still from being kept on ice, preserved for the funeral. Isn't that what they did? Chilled a body to buy time till the funeral. Eddie's locker was shut, but all Jack could do was think about Eddie. And the thing about thinking about Eddie was it always came back to the white plastic sack. The janitor ran his lungs through the cold cigarette. Looked the boys over, tried to read their faces, their shadows, their clothes, their shoes, their belts, their haircuts like 13 different pages ripped out from 14 different dime novels. Trying to piece together this puzzle of pulp fiction. Trying to make sense of the story. Looked outside. Saw something in the nothing. Looked back to the boys. Back to the window. Back to the boys. Was lost somewhere between. Muttered. Could it? No. Could. But why? Why follow? Why? Finally asked aloud, What does your dad do? It was a question, but hadn't been sung like one. No, the janitor had said it to himself, out loud. The boys didn't know if they were supposed to answer. Didn't know for sure if Do referred to swearing while fixing the plumbing or shopping the sales racks or counting money all day at the bank. He works for money. Again, sit by the man with a mop and gravel pit voice. And two boys stood silent watching this palm reader of sorts read two boys like weight lines in the skin. The janitor's eyes narrowed. Money's more than you're handling money. His lip-dangling cigarette stood still. He read the kids. The man was like a kid himself, at a Bible verse with no preacher or Holy Ghost to help his tongue. Whatever the janitor couldn't read in the boys, he tried to figure out by wagging his tongue. Is what he does for money. The janitor's lips shuffled the unlit cigarette like they were trying to thumb the strange parade of words what had just fallen out. He makes something from nothing. Billy blinked. Jack blinked. The janitor did not blink. Outside the wind shuffled a full deck of leaves. He's an investment banker, Jack said. A money breeder. The janitor's whore voice lurched from the barrel pit of his throat. His cigarette fell, clattered to the floor like a flap of bed sheets. No one picked it up. I was wrong. It makes nothing from nothing. Nothing from nothing, Jack flared. 
The janitor, Pocket Drew, planted a new sig on the set of old lips. The most hated sort, and with the greatest reason, is usury, which makes a gain out of money itself, and not from the natural object of it. For money was intended to be used in exchange, but not to increase at interest. You read that in a book? Jack chided. Yeah, the janitor said. One of the oldest. Yeah, well, my dad makes plenty of money. Jack barked. The janitor nodded. I'm sure he does. How much of it have you seen? What do you mean, how much of it have I seen? He makes plenty of it, you say. Sometimes he have a whole bedroom full of it. Of course not. It's in the bank. In the bank? Yeah, you're hard of hearing in the bank. The janitor's lip rolled the cigarette to the far side. So you've seen it. In the bank. Sitting in a stack. That belongs to your father. Jack looked at Billy. What? Is this guy from 1667? Jack looked to the janitor. It's all computers now. On computers. The janitor repeated. Yeah. Jack snorted. On computers. So you've seen it. I've seen some of it. Some of it. Yeah, some of it. How much? I've seen hundred dollar bills. Anyone can get a few hundred dollar bills. Yeah, well, more than that, I've seen what it can do. Which is? Buy houses and cars and stuff. Look, don't get pissed, old man, because you got to push a mop for pennies. I can tell you got a problem with my dad. If you got something to say, come out and say it. Jack's eyes blazed. The janitor could have lit his cigarette off them, but he didn't. He only spoke softly. Money's supposed to be barren. Barren? What the hell are you talking about? Money's made of nothing. Thin air, bad ideas, making it breed only makes more nothing. The janitor paused, took the cigarette from his lips like he didn't want it to slur what he said next, and yet whispered it all the same. Breeding money's how we got the plastic sex. Billy blinked. Jack jerked. Money's made of paper, buddy. Billy, you believe this guy? But Billy didn't answer. The junior high school hall was too much like high noon in a border town. Minus the sun, minus the ponchos. Jack cracked a knuckle. The janitor flipped his cigarette with his tongue, knocking conversation dust to the floor. If anyone had been standing outside, they'd have seen two long silhouettes inked into the hall. The janitor sucked air through his ungassed cigarette. Jack's eyes narrowed. <laughs> if you're so smart, how come you push a mop? The janitor turned. Outside was all vignette, film grain, and gray scales. He took his cigarette from his mouth, talked to the window. Because 
It's a nerdy world. The boys blinked. One of Jack's eyes cocked wide. The other narrowed more. His mouth shrugged his lips. Let's get out of here, he said. And Jack started walking down the hall. And Billy was left looking at a man with a shock of white hair, a stroke of white beard, holding him up, sticking a smokerette back on lip, breathing correlation air through an unlit cigarette. Billy looked to the window, what had become a horse cinema movie screen, something to whisper a tune to chill your bones. He did not see anything in the dark, but his bones knew his eyes were no good here. On the shallow end of night, his bones felt the centipede tread of plastic sacks out there in the dark. His eyes looked to the old man. The old man's eyes flashed a ticker tape of a sentence. Breeding monies, how we got the plastic sacks. Billy looked to the window, and all the silhouetted movement of one thousand different things dancing in the November deeps. Where was the goddamn moon? Billy's eyes looked to the old man. Why, his hair looked colored by the moon. Billy's eyes flashed a scroll of letters, four letters and an exclamation. H-E-L-P. Help. The janitor dragged the oven smell of junior high hall through dry tobacco. He wasn't sure how to help, but fished his pockets anyways. Popped the cigarette doll from a carton slap of his hand. Billy stood there, looking at the one cigarette lording above its peers like a circuit-riding preacher. Billy's eyes flashed, wondered, how will this help? The janitor's eyes breathed night, blundered. I don't know. Billy reached for the cigarette. His hand took the whole pack.